0: you do the intro oh what do i gotta do i gotta say got it yeah
1: yeah yeah if you you heard the uh the, the voice at your end the recording in progress right yeah
0: yeah 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 and something came up asking me to accept
1: yeah so this is gonna be god i feel kind of a first of all um, there's a lot of things, a few things to talk about, but I'll hold my hands up and be honest. I've not done the adequate research, especially when it comes to the UK and Irish mixed martial arts scene, because especially for the British scene, it seems a bit difficult to try and find the proper, some reliable sources to um, just to get as much information, do as much research as possible on a particular fighter, or particular events or particular uh, domestic or uh, sporting affair, that, that sort of thing. Uh, so um, I've been looking, but even when you, you punch in UK MMA, MMA news into YouTube, you still get the dribs and drabs of what's happening in North America still. <laughs> because some reason, yeah, the, the names of those fighters right. Right. still seem so predominant and the, you know, the algorithms on the internet seem to favour them over what's happening over here in the UK and in Ireland. Um, so now I do my best. Um,
0: yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> Try to look. Um, yeah. There's something I, I saw about Anthony Joshua um, that he had sold his belt or something, but I wasn't sure how genuine that actually was, or how genuine that that actually is. Because you know, it's one of those videos someone puts out, and then it's almost, when you listened enough or watched enough of the content, he suddenly realise or starts to think this is actually or probably it could be clickbait. You know the title was meant to just uh, fool you and just make you. Clickbait, yeah, that's exactly. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because
0: like, a guy, a guy like that has so much money, well established. Why does he need to sell anything for any money? Like, it makes no sense. Um, mm-hmm. unless it's like for a charity thing or anything like that, fundraising, whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't see any other reason for him to. to to sell having said that i don't follow boxing at all so Mm. you know it could be true and i wouldn't know it's it it just wouldn't come up on my feed whatsoever um because i don't follow anything to do with boxing i'm just like pure mma
1: (laughs) which is good maybe it's me or just uh, because ever since i've been following mixed martial arts i've been trying to keep to, to follow mixed martial arts. Because mixed martial arts and mm-hmm. boxing are related. They're both combat sports. Like but you know, boxing has been around for a lot longer and boxing still seems to be a far more respected than mixed martial arts. You know, um even people who are not really affiliate or are not really, you know, strong or loyal mixed but, martial arts fans.
0: But let me say that's not gonna last for, for a long time. Um the uh, the the boxing scene is for sure gonna gonna get surpassed by MMA, and 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 me and you are gonna see this in our lifetimes. It may be like ten years, twenty years, you know, something like that. But um, MMA is 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 for sure gonna take over you all combat so? sports. It's gonna be king. It's inevitable. You, you yeah, think so. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Well, okay. Yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah,
1: y- you you say that. I I'm still kind of sitting on the fence about that. Um, and I say that because, because um, well, first of all, let's talk about the salary end of things. Uh, when it comes to being paid your worth as an athlete, boxers are paid far more. Far Don't even go there. like
0: think about this. You said that boxing has been around for ages, right? And it's yes. true. Uh, I I think it goes like over. Way over 100 years, right?
1: Yes, yes. Way
0: over, right? MMA only started in 1993. Only started. So MMA started when I was five years of age. I'm now 33, about to turn 34. And it is what it is now. You compound that in 100 years, and and what do you get? Fighters are going to be paid way more than boxers ever were paid, probably. Um, it's already filling stadiums. They, they 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 pretty much run events every week. Um, I'm talking about the, the UFC. Uh, Bellator is more like every month at least, uh, sometimes uh, shorter on. than that. Hold on. And so uh, on.
1: Let me adjust the um uh, the page with this because I should be seeing you alone. So this would be a mistake. So when I'm rec- when I'm when I'm producing and editing this, I'm using my phone camera, which is a bit better quality than my. <laughs> than my webcam. Mm. Or at least with us until I start using proper online podcast platforms such as Riverside. Um what phone do you have by the way? Uh
0: an S twenty and an S nine. Mm. Samsungs.
1: Yeah. So that could work with Riverside. Maybe the next time we the next time we record I could um uh, open Riverside, I know my equipment works with Riverside, it's compatible and everything so um, so I will go to the, I'll go online and try and send you a link, just a test link test connection and see if your stuff's compatible because I tried the same thing with David unfortunately his device wasn't so we had to stick with the to old no, no, not right now Right, okay <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> right now,
0: no If okay, I'd known perhaps. beforehand
1: that, that may be yeah um but yeah. no um but no okay back to what we were saying boxing um I still believe that it will be a sport that will be still that and I always think am I am I sounding foolish or just very naive when I say <laughs> this. Um boxing will it be surpassed by mixed martial arts? I still am doubtful. I'm still on the fence because in terms of the salary side of things, um, again, you know, boxers, um, they're paid way more. And hold on, um, the sports of boxing, even people who, let me say, they're not boxers themselves, they're not that heavily into boxing, they're not loyal fans that like you have with mixed martial arts, you know. Yeah. Boxing still has that loyal fan base. Even I think, I, I did a video on this sometime last year with the podcast, just my, be myself, And um, when I was doing research, uh, one of the things that came out in the text with the articles that I was reading was that um, there seems to be this sort of, let me say this like cult following for the sport of boxing. You know, even though you don't have a particular favorite that you want to win, people will still turn out to watch the event. Whereas mixed mixed martial arts, it's not really the same thing. I mean, it's far more brutal, a lot bloodier and, you know, people, I think, don't tend to... But here's like the how thing, how right? You
0: look at the demographics You you look at the demographics and you see that boxing is an older generation that's following that sport and okay. that's going to die off eventually with time, okay. where where the MMA it's it's all this new generation plus women which boxing doesn't really have Them like boxing is not really invested in women's boxing that much in comparison to, to MMA Yes, right? Yeah. MMA is like heavily invested at this point in, in, in women's MMA so then you have that whole demographic that attracts this whole new population of women into the sport and because of them they're also going to be watching the men and so on so it's it, it's so much more innovative in that sense versus boxing boxing has been boxing for pff, hundreds of years right
1: yeah, yeah. there's
0: no innovation there, there's nothing new boring as fuck in my opinion but you know I'm a guy that started with MMA and then I learned about boxing, not the other way around. Um, so, so, yeah, so I have my bias on, on, the, on that one. Because like, I, I always think on a, on a street fight situation and if you want to come and box me in a street fight, you, you're fucked and, and, and that's just the end of it. There's no possible argument that you can have like a professional boxer like Mayweather would be fucked against somebody that has like one year of MMA training you know mm. he doesn't need to be a pro he can be an amateur with one year of training they are going to take him down break break an arm choke him out anything like that and that's that you know do you, do you mean
1: to say do you even say that, that the other person is on a, on a, on, a, on an extreme losing streak because if they're the boxer, they're really they're just restricted to how they use their hands and their legwork in yeah. terms of how they, their stance, whereas the, the mixed martial artists can use their feet. They use every single Everything. Yeah. Yes, Everything. Can, yeah. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. They can take you it, down,
0: and then what's the boxer going to do?
1: <laughs> yeah. That, that, that is true. That's true. They that like, that, yeah. They, they,
0: they can keep the boxer away with, with, with like front kicks, head kicks, leg mm. kicks. They kick their legs and and they're gonna start crying, uh, you know. Their footwork was out the window. Then they only have their hands to, to rely on. Like that 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 fight we just call like terribly bad for the boxer. Um, in in all possible point. known universes that that exist. <laughs> so because of that, and and I don't know I, I don't know if you ever um watched the UFCs from the number one the very first one, uh, but. As soon as I started learning about MMA, I made a point of going to watch the very first one, number two, three, four, until I caught up with, um, it was a John Jones debut. That's when I caught up with all the UFCs. So I literally watched all of them, right? Mm -hmm. And the innovation in the sport from when it started to where it Mm -hmm. is now, it's like so big, you know? And you don't see that in boxing. Um, And there's still innovations happening, you know? For example, the, 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 the calf kick wasn't really a thing five years ago. Yeah. You, you, you go watch the fight five years ago, it just wasn't a thing. Um, and now it is. And now you're, you're, you're seeing now fighters trying to uh, get a step ahead and, and either take the leg out of the way or, or the way they check, that kind of stuff. Um, so you're trying to see that chess game where you need to think ahead one or two moves. What's the other guy going to do? How can I counter that? The other guy's going to think they're going to counter this. How can I get the better of that? And so on. And it's, it's like a never ending chess game. And uh, you don't see that in boxing that much. Like you have the counters, you have the footwork and this and that. Try and read the timing. It's a very limited. It's like, it's like boxing is playing checkers and MMA is playing chess. And it's like, okay, there's levels to this. You guys can only move like this and like that. And, 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 the chess players can move everywhere, all sorts of directions, back and forth, and yeah, there's just no 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 comparison. They are both combat sports, but I don't think there's a comparison between the two. Yeah, in a real street fight, like yeah, boxing would would would, would just die easy, easy. Mm. <laughs> easy.
1: I could, I think maybe you have destroyed my initial argument that's uh, because I think the only I was just going by. The, <laughs> I just got I was I was saying that it's doubtful that I'm doubtful about the um idea that mixed martial arts will surpass boxing in terms of money and the popularity and the growth of the sport its reach uh, worldwide um but I think all you said about the street fights and um the older generation gradually dying off who were the initial fans and the supporters of boxing whereas mixed martial arts and um, pertains to yeah. a younger audience um, I think you may have maybe onto something that that's correct and I think when people see mixed martial arts the fact that you can use more more um, skills to defend yourself and to go on the Everything. defensive yeah. yes um, you know but yeah. I think because of that many people start to like, take their like, self-defense classes this. yes that, mm-hmm. that, that that is all but just just
0: just think about this. Somebody born, say, in 1960, right? The only the only combat sport that they have available for them to watch, it's going to be boxing, right?
1: Okay, Yeah.
0: There's pretty much nothing else going on. Yeah. Now, somebody born in the 90s, 2000s, and moving forward, everybody knows MMA now. So now they have the option of MMA or boxing. Or Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or kickboxing or Mai Thai or like Mm. there's like so much choice, right? And then you just gotta look at it like logically speaking, realistically speaking, if 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 I wanna be the best fighter, which one am I gonna pick? And I'm pretty sure the answer is not boxing. Like if you wanna be a complete fighter, if you wanna be able to handle yourself in yeah, any any, any, any situation, uh, like you said, there are self-defense, that kind of stuff. It's going to be boxing, you know. For sure, it's not going to be boxing. Um, I would rather go and do, like, wrestling or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu before I would do boxing, if I had to pick between one of them. Because, like, most, most, like, I can't remember what the stat was, but the stat was something like 80% of the fights end up on the ground as far as like street fights and stuff, yeah, they end up on the ground. So they may start standing, but that's where you're going to end up. And if you don't know what the fuck you're doing when you get there, you're dead, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, you definitely need that, yeah.
1: Um, am I when I spe- when you're seeing me through the camera and everything, and you're hearing me? Um, I'm trying to work out where the poor connection is coming from when I'm speaking. When you're seeing me, um, am I freezing and, and skipping at all? No. Right, okay, because when you're no. speaking, good. your end is. Uh, so it might be an issue with my connection. Maybe my laptop is struggling to keep up with the uh, software. All right. Um,
0: I'm on the Wi-Fi, and uh, yeah, it's working well. I can get everything.
1: I might need to yeah. give my...
0: And I have here my... That's my other computer. <laughs> with the no. I I IMF reports from Team Ireland. I have it here open and I have the the verdict app as well with the upcoming events and the previous events, the results and all that stuff. Alright. So ready Thank to you. hit those if you if you want to talk
1: about those as well. Sure thing. Um I well, now after this, uh, after our episode, I think I need to give my RAM a good flushing out because it seems so clogged. But anyway, um, let's move on to something that's uh, just his name alone is so annoying. David will know who I'm talking about when I when I mention when I when I talk like this when I'm speaking between the lines. Oh. Um, you know who he is? He recently <laughs> made a video just disrespecting the uh, one of the. the uh, there's, would I call him the CEO of the UFC or the, one of the former CEOs of the UFC? That diss track. Yeah, yeah. By Jake Paul.
0: Yeah. Um, so you, you're talking about Jake Paul. Um, and then wait. the track was funny. I'm not going to oh. lie. It was, it was funny. It made me laugh. Amusing. I saw it on, on Instagram.
1: It was but like God.
0: They, they they really nailed like the the Dana White persona. Yeah, I, I think the guy was a bit smaller than what Dana White is. it could have gone yeah. with a bigger guy there, but okay. But the Fertita brothers, they like <laughs> they really got like like that close, you know. Um, I had to look twice. Like, is that really one of them? But no, it wasn't. Yeah, and then uh, they got the the Chris Cyborg on there. Yeah, which I think was really cool. But uh, well, was remember- that actually her. She actually had real beef with the UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. For no, sure. it can't be because I've seen um, her before. Un- 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 un-
0: un- unless they use like CGI or anything, that's yeah, her. Yeah,
1: I thought that was a lookalike.
0: The only lookalike that you would get would be Vanderlei Silva to replace her. You put a wig on him; that would be the closest lookalike to her. <laughs>
1: But but that all all being said (laughs) that all being being said I'm sorry I still cannot take this guy seriously I I just can't take and to be honest I won't be able to take him seriously I mean if he wants to stick with this boxing career thing fun go ahead and I know that for those people who have listened and watched the past episodes I've done with other guys with David um, I sound like a broken record but until he fights someone who's a professional boxer, good record, uh, someone who you know boxing is in their blood. That's not. That's when I'll be able to take him seriously, seriously. And I think I when I say that, I speak with many other people out there as well, because for me it just seems still. It just seems very much like an attention like hype train. You know, even the last fights he had with um, Ty, um, Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren. The Tyron Woodley fight he had for yeah. a second. So I'm to say something happened. Like look even like think like the about the that, was right? staged or something.
0: Yeah, maybe. But, but, but Tyron Woodley really said he wasn't. So, but, but even think about that. Look at the extent that boxing is going to sell pay-per-views and sell events and stuff. They're grabbing this guy who's not a boxer. And they're grabbing these, you know, Buster Prime fighters. They have a name to be able to bring guys back into the boxing sport. So in that sense, I'm with Dana White. They are completely desperate. The sport is dying off. They are doing whatever they can to stay relevant for as long as they can. And like the writing is on the wall, boxing is dying. That's it. Um, and the UFC is on the is on the rise. Having said that, I am on the side of the fighters on this one. Um, I do think that the UFC is taking like too much, like it's very disproportional the amount of money that the UFC makes
1: I agree. versus what I they agree. pay.
0: Very disproportional. Yeah, and they, 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 like any fighter, and 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 I said this on my podcast several times. Any fighter that calls himself a professional fighter, they should be able to just fight for a living, and that's it. They don't do anything else. So. Say a fighter fights every every three months, they should be able to at least get say, for example, an average job right, one thousand five hundred pounds a month, something like that. So you multiply that by three months, that's four thousand five hundred. So say five thousand pounds, they should get per fight from the get go, in my opinion, oh and oh, that's what you get for fighting. Um, and then if you win, you can get more of that kind of stuff. Um, and 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 yeah, that's my opinion on that. So when you when you then scale that up all the way up to the UFC, which is supposed to be the top of the food chain, to be paying ten and ten, like come on, that is like uh yeah breadcrumbs or something. Uh, yeah, I definitely eh, and like guys like Inguano getting like half a million, mm. like come on, dude, you go you go and look at the fighter salaries, um, you know, heavyweights, and there are heavy. Weights that were not champions that were being paid more than that, uh, more than five hundred thousand for the fight. So I don't think it's fair for a champion to be paid, you know, that amount as well. Uh, if you're the champion, you're at the top of the of the food chain. You should be paid like yes, yeah. proper, proper. So yeah,
1: absolutely, no absolutely. So the, in uh, that sense,
0: it... I'm with Francis Gigano on, on, on that one, that kind of stuff.
1: You see, the thing is, Francis and and um, when it comes to instance, someone like Francis and Guarney and the UFC, or an organization like the UFC and someone like Dana White um, spearheading the entire organization, you find that they have a much more look. Look at how they would treat Francis and then look at how they treat someone like John Jones and Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor and yeah. John Jones, I mean, even all the nonsense they get up to right, they still get paid what whatever they want, not whatever they, yeah. um they get paid whatever they like, and the UFC will, will give them that, so I Absolutely. never really understood, why is it they'll keep, and you know, the way those guys behave, it doesn't make the organisation look good, and unfortunately, with the way this, how things are, you have, they're seen as role models by a lot of young people, but somehow they always get away with, they get away with a lot of murder, let me put it that way, I mean, John Jones the night that he was being inducted into the UFC <laughs> Hall of Fame yeah. at the same time in the same place was being arrested by the police for um some sort of domestic violence with uh, his with his partner i think the full facts of what actually happened have never come to light getting though. his wife yeah and uh, yeah. you know it's uh well but i mean it's an argument that's been had for so so long and you no know, nothing's really changed i think until someone like Dana White actually leaves the organization which I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon at all with how much money, with how much the UFC is worth. How much is it? Four point something yeah. billion dollars? You know, he's not going anywhere. Billions, so, yeah. Um,
0: it's in the billions for sure.
1: I. Wow. Well, it's one of those arguments whereby, like and I like said, before, Dana
0: White alone, I think is in the billion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I think the reason why they say to, to most of the yeah, fighters, yeah, like Dana
0: White's wealth, you know, his pocket alone is is, is like in the billions. So, yeah,
1: I but like I was saying before, the reason I think the why the UFC or why Dana White doesn't want to pay the fighters a lot is that I think you can sacrifice a, a decent salary for the amount of fame we can give you because I, you know, I'll get hold of my hand up. The UFC can, if they really wanted to, they can turn any of their fighters into stars. Of course, first of all, if the fighter the fighter has to prove themselves that they're really good fighter. And yeah, I think the UFC can do the other the the other legwork in marketing and promoting the fighter into you know into um, a really popular stardom celebrity mixed martial artist.
0: Uh. Yeah. Well that's a bit of a tough one because like you can be a very dominant fighter and still be boring as fuck and and i'll bring colby covington as the example here um he was going to be cut and the guy was just mauling everybody one after the other and he was just winning 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 and uh it was the last fight on his contract and they were like yeah we're not going to renew this um and he was in brazil and he went to have his uh, last fight uh, i think it was against damian maya he won again And that's when he came out with that persona saying, you know, all you guys are filthy animals and this and that. And he managed to make himself relevant there as a hated fighter, as the bad guy. Um, And yeah, the UFC had to sign him again, you know. So that's an example where even though you are a good fighter, they still don't like you or or, or they still can't really make you relevant, you know. So it takes a bit of two to tango. You need to have the person Personality as the fighter and you need to be able to sell yourself plus be good in the octagon so you need to keep your record intact kind of thing and
1: be able to sell yourself do you you Um, really have well the thing is that's if you can do that um i've heard what you just said about kobe covington i've heard that quite a few times i've heard it from david i've heard it from uh, is it not kamara but i heard it from quite a few people that that's not what he's like in reality. It's not. He wants to Kamaru
0: so- Usman, like, de- Dana White didn't really like Kamaru Usman either. But eventually, he just became undeniable, you know? Like, Dana White said that he thought his fights were boring. But the guy is winning, like, and there's nothing you can do about it. And he just keeps winning. But that's another example of another fighter besides Colby that, was also boring Dana White didn't really like him but who but finds he them didn't boring? Really have the choice, the... but stick with them
1: who finds them boring Is it the UFC was it Dana White or is it the fight fans?
0: I think it's Dana White I think it's Dana White and then Dana White's perception of it in, in, in relation to the fans So Dana White thinks that you know if you just put them on the ground and mold them, It's not really a fan favorite style kind of thing where what you want is more like the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's flashy, you know, in and out, cool kicks and all this and that, you know, Lyoto Machida, that kind of stuff. John Jones, great striking, Conor McGregor, great, great striking. So the masses of the fans, the uneducated fans, the casual fans, they all understand striking. Not everybody understands the ground game. Uh, and that's something that I think we will see more of as the years go by and mm. as the sport of mixed martial arts grows, more fans will become educated and more fans will then be able to appreciate the ground game, the wrestling, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and all that stuff. So, yeah, so it ties up with what we were talking about, how MMA is going to explode in years to come uh, mm. because, yeah, the the, the, the fans will be able to understand more and appreciate more but but to be where it is in 20 odd years it's like come on man in another 20 nobody's going to be watching boxing probably (laughs) it's just going to die off yeah you
1: might be right you might be right i think you're further killing my initial argument i've learned something (laughs) no no, you're giving me something to think about uh i know you're laughing but you're right you're giving me something else to think about that as a new generation um, gradually takes over, despite whatever smart or silly things that they might be, they might be following or might be enticed by, um, things do change. You know, um, certain favourites die off, and other favourites, you know, become the, the the mainstream, the main norm. So um, that's correct. I can and even look- tell
0: you s- s- something else. If you uh, if, if if you let me just to, to, no, to interrupt go
1: you. No,
0: from, from all the 300 episodes that I've made on my, yes. on my podcast and interviewing at least 200 different fighters, right? Because some wow. of them are, are, are like re- repeated guests. So let's just say hundred of them are repeated, which I know it's way less than that. But in a 200 plus sample from all the fighters that I've interviewed, um, I would say it's about 50-50. The split of fighters that started with a single martial art like taekwondo or boxing or kickboxing or whatever versus the ones that started mma from scratch and you're 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 now seeing this new generation of fighters that start mma from scratch so they they join a mma gym they're not joining boxing first and then making the transition they're joining mma from the age of 10 or 12 and by the age that of 18, they have like eight years of solid MMA training. They can fight on the ground. They can fight against the cage. They can fight strike like whatever. It doesn't matter. And this whole new generation of fighters like that, that are gonna start coming out, um yeah, they they they, they are gonna kick this current generations' ass and so on. You know, and as a new generation comes over and over and over, like. It's just gonna get better and better in that sense. People are gonna be starting MMA younger and younger and just learning all aspects of it from the get-go. Um, so then you have like the four-year-old boy that started boxing and the four-year-old boy that started MMA, and you know, they meet in high school and they want to have a scrap, like the boxing guy is just gonna die <laughs> miserably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but, but but even just talking in terms of IMFs, you see now these guys, they go and compete in these junior divisions and then yeah. um, they, they, they compete in the seniors. And by the time that they turn pros, they have like so much experience already in MMA, which MMA, again, another thing, they had to make their own Olympics, which is the IMFs, because it's not recognized in so many countries uh where boxing is in the olympics right so you're like it's definitely trending in the right way you know mm. just just circling back to that <laughs> but but i just wanted to say that the sample that i have from the fighters is that a lot of them are starting mma from scratch and 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 that makes a huge difference to yeah. to, to the fighters you know uh, yeah as as they progress instead of Oh, I started jujitsu, and then I took striking, and then I done MMA. Yeah, it's like, okay, the other guy has, like, so much more advantage over you because he started MMA, like, clean slate. I, I have no bad techniques. I have no bad um, reflexes or whatever, you know, like like boxing. Boxing, you don't have to worry about leg kicks. Yeah. You don't have to worry Thank about you. takedowns. And then you get into MMA, and you're probably never worried about leg kicks and you're never worried about takedowns. So then you get punched in the face a few times, you get taken down. And where somebody that learns from scratch, oh, you need to worry about takedowns, you need to worry about leg kicks, you need to worry about this and that. They are always going to be aware of those things as they progress. So, so yeah, so another thing to add on to the, onto the argument there. <laughs>
1: Uh, the argument's dead the argument's dead
0: (laughs) yeah i'm always happy to have this conversation with anybody because like if i if i could buy like stocks and 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 predict the future i would like bet the house that you know mma is gonna like mma is gonna become recognized in the olympics eventually um and probably the IMFs are going to give, like, a big finger uh, when that happens and be like, we don't need you anymore. We made our own thing. Yeah. People compete mm-hmm. here. Like, we just don't need you guys to happen every 40 years versus IMFs that are happening, like, twice a year.
1: Yeah, They have yeah. one
0: in, around the summertime, and then they have one at the end of the year. Like, like your model is, like, so, like, antiquated, you know, and, and, and like, past generational kind of thing where nobody had the internet and it's like every four years okay we do something uh, and people fly over to watch it and all this and that and now it's like nope got my phone I can stream it got my laptop whatever yeah. I can just watch it from home yeah like you can see the difference MMA is like adapting to the current times current technologies current trends and mm-hmm. yeah and so on Rants
1: over. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't for me. It's very informative and very, very educational. Because a lot of what you just said there, I can see when you look around you. That's that's what I see. Um, with the w- with MMA, the only the only drawback I think I think before it, it merges into the Olympics, although we have the IMMAF, um, I think. Mixed martial arts can be quite bloody and gruesome. There have been some fights in the UFC, Bellator won championship in PFL, just the injuries and how dirty the fighting is.
0: But that's professional, professional level, right? Remember, in the IMFs, you're not allowed elbows, you're not allowed uh, knees to the head either. Um, So... You have to wear the shin pads, so it's not like you're gonna connect your, your shin bone against someone's like forehead, for example. Uh, so there are differences in the same way that in the boxing, in the Olympics, you must wear the, the head guard. Boxing gloves are bigger and so on. Um, in the IMFs, it's the same thing, you know, like you, you, you have the bigger gloves, uh, yeah, no elbows, no knees. And even the submissions, there are submissions that are not not allowed, such as uh, I think it's the ankle locks, some of the ankle locks or, 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 or knee bars or something, they're not allowed. Because those are the ones where if you're not experienced enough, your knee can pop or your ankle can pop and you literally don't feel any pain prior. So it just goes from zero to a hundred like that. And if you don't know what's coming, you don't tap because mm-hmm. you don't feel pain, mm-hmm. but then your tendon just explodes um, so those are not allowed so those are for the pros the pro ranks um, so yeah so like you go watch any imma I, I a, a yeah i yeah I'm a fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck trying to say like every every single letter imfs um yeah and you don't you don't really see like blood you know like too much blood or anything like that and I think that's a testament also because fighters know they have to progress day by day, you know, yeah, so yes, yeah. where in a professional fight, that's your only fight in a three year span. And that's it. You have nothing to do after that fight. i you fight day one, day two, day three, day four and day five. And you're fighting against somebody else that has also gone 4-0 oh in four days and you're 4-0 oh in four days. And now in that last fight, you guys can let everything go. Because, you know, after that fight, it's it's all done and dusted, you know. Um, a big holiday, but again, still, most of the injuries you see is from elbows because this really cuts flesh, course, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, knees, again, to, to, you know, nose, face, whatever. That can break bones and, and, and make you bleed. Um, but Again, gloves are bigger, so less chance of that happening. Um, yeah, so again, precautions are being taken so that it's not as bloody or gruesome or whatever words you want to use as, as, as the professional thing. Uh, and I think that's, that's the right thing, you know, from, from an amateur perspective. You got to think these guys are not getting paid. Most of them don't get any backing from the government, so they have to do all the fundraising themselves. They have to look for sponsors. Um, Like most of the athletes that I had on, they are paying about 2,000 euros or 1,500 pounds out of their own pocket to fly, pay for accommodation, food, all that stuff. Just to be able to go and represent their countries um, in a sport that the country doesn't recognize. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Not cool, man. So for that, I don't think they should be taking that much of a risk in that sense. Like there's no there's no need for elbows. There's no need for knees. There's no need. There's no need for uh, one I of think us to.
1: The, the gruesome aspects. If you're a loyal fight fan, that's what make that's what makes the whole thing more entertaining. I know it sounds quite sickening, but the spinning elbows, the knees, the striking, the just the ferociousness of how uh, an uh, how a mixed martial arts athlete can be in the cage when he's fighting he or she is fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Again, so, yeah.
0: you can save that for the pros. Like the IMS are asking for like £3.50 for a stream. You go UFC and you have to pay 70, whatever dollars it happens to be now. I think it's $75 or $74.99. Um, you know, so you pay for what you get really. If that, ma- if that makes sense.
1: No, of course. Yeah.
0: Like if you're paying 70 odd dollars, I expect them, you know, I'll paint that just bleed on my forehead, and they'll be shouting and everything like yeah. Okay. But if it's an IMF, I just want to see, you know, like like like. Let me give an example here: Max Lally, top prospect coming out of Ireland, four and no undefeated, going to the Worlds. He already got gold medal in September from the juniors. He was seventeen. Turns 18 in August, starts competing in September, first round submission against a guy that had like 12 fights, um, and then wins the title on his second fight, defends the title, gets another title. So, in four fights, he's a champion of two different organizations, undefeated, and he goes to compete in the worlds. I wanna see what he's bringing, how much more technical he's, he's, he's becoming, what skill, like, where does his skill lie against these Dagestani dudes, you know, or, 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 yeah. or like the strikers from Holland or, you know, I want to see like, I know from Ireland, he's probably the best. He's the name you're going to be hearing in years to come. Max mm-hmm. Lally, write that down, guys. Um, and 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 what happened? He went um, 5-0, and 6-0, and then he had to pull out on the third day because he dislocated his shoulder. In the fight still finished the fight still wins the fight right with like a, a messed up shoulder couldn't lift his arm um and yeah and then we throw from the competition the on the on the third day so the guy is now like six and zero, oh, um and again he's fighting i think he's in april at the iur fighting championship um so yeah so that's the kind of stuff that i want to see i'm not there to see blood and guts and And like people getting hurt, I'm there to appreciate their learning curves as fighters. Because I know I'm watching amateurs, you know. So again, it's down to the casual fan, hardcore fan, all these people to be educated and know what they are watching. Like, what am I here for? I'm not going to be tuning in into like a third league of football, expecting to see David Beckham's or 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 Cristiano Ronaldo's or. You know, I'm not expecting that shit. It's gonna be like some local football club or something. So it's kind of the same comparison in that yeah. sense. Like if I'm tuning in for an amateur competition, I'm not expecting pro level uh, fights, pro-level injuries, pro-level this and that, you know, like um, yeah, I know I know I know what I'm getting pretty much. And that's gonna be up to to, to the fans to know as well a little bit in, in that sense. If I'm, yeah, if I'm going to watch Bellator or or UFC, I can't expect to get the same kind of show from, say, Cage Steel, you know, or Clan Wars, or you know, it's just not going to be the same.
1: Mm, Of course, yeah. Of course, uh, well, yeah, I I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, it seems so difficult to source out just news of what's happening on the mixed martial arts scene or at least the combat sports scene over here in the UK and in Ireland Um mm-hmm. I was looking on YouTube and I saw uh, there's one channel there called UK M- MMA News but even that, I think some of their videos are a bit three months old, four months old do you know the channel?
0: I know the Instagram page not on YouTube
1: okay Um yeah I looked on their YouTube channel but a lot of their videos it looks like they haven't posted for for a while, but um, it just seems so almost impossible to um, find out what's going on in this uh, in this um, in the British and Irish and mixed martial arts scene. So, when um, doing research on these guys, some of these guys um, that I've kind of started following now since I've tried to focus more on the, the local scene, it yeah. seems to be impossible to find out just what they're getting up to. The Things have started, you know, just anything relevant to mixed martial arts that involves them. So um, that's one of the things I do hate about. And, you know, when you're looking for, when you're trying to dig up any um, MMA news about the log on the local scene, you always get big bits and pieces of what's happening on the UFC, PFO. But yeah. So, yeah, it's always dominated by the big names. Even I think cage warriors. I think cage warriors, are they not, they're not affiliated with the UFC, are they?
0: They are, yeah, they are.
1: Was that was there something they did kind of did like, it was because of the UFC they're so big, um, but but I kind of feel that Cage Warriors, when you say that they are, they had to be affiliated with the UFC, is it just to like stay stay relevant?
0: I don't think they had to. Um, so, in my understanding, what happened was Cage Warriors was that platform in Europe that was like like leading. Pretty much, but but obviously with an emphasis in the UK, right? So most guys fighting in the promotion was obviously from the UK. Um, And then some Irish fighters started going there as well, some French fighters and so on, that kind of stuff. Some guys from Holland, but like 90% of the fighters were UK. What started happening was Michael Bispin signed up for the Ultimate Fighter. He went from being Cage Warriors to Ultimate Fighter he won that Ultimate fighter, so then he became the guy that used to compete in the Cage Warriors, that is now a UFC fighter, then Dan Hardy went that way, then Conor McGregor went that way, uh, uh Change went that way, and, 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 and like a bunch of fighters just started like going from Cage Warriors over to, to the UFC, and eventually the UFC, uh, I don't know who approached who, but the UFC fight pass became a thing, and instead of them streaming the shows on Sky TV or, 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 or there was another channel. But it used to be, I think, the Sky TV. Um, they used to stream the the Cage Warriors. Yeah. So like it was a televised show, um, and 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 they were like, just come over to our platform, you get money from the streams, blah blah blah, and you don't have to be on unlike on, TV, pretty much. Um, and yeah, and that's what happened. So, so then it became that feeder promotion where the top guys from cage warriors can then get their UFC ticket into the, into the roster of the UFC. Um, and more recently, the same thing happened with the UAE warriors promotion. They were also doing their own thing, uh, around that area of the world. And yeah, they know why it went there. And they were like, yeah, start streaming your stuff on, on the UFC Fight Pass. And yeah, now we can start taking fighters off you. And like Andre FI was, was the most recent guy that was a signed fighter from the UAE Warriors and got the ticket to go to the UFC. And he put on a really good fight, in my opinion, against uh, Miguel Pereira, Michael Pereira. Uh, but he lost, yeah, he lost the decision there.
1: <laughs> that, that's, yeah. that's all good. But what happens to the that is In what happens to Cage Warriors? Because it's almost like UFC has been stealing their fighters. Almost, if you think about it, and then Cage Warriors eventually dries up and they become the less relevant promotion. Never, as the...
0: never, never. No, the way it works is you have all these amateur, smaller promotions feeding guys into the Cage Warriors, right? So mm. you you have this enormous pool of amateur fighters that don't have a home. So, they pretty much fight whatever they can, whether it's Battle Arena, Clan Wars, you know, Cage Legacy, um, Cage Steel, and, and and a bunch of other promotions. And once they go two, three, four, and oh, five and oh, something like that, then Cage Ward is like, yep, you're coming with us. Here's some money. There's a contract. So now you have a home. So now you go from being a fighter that has to look for your own fights and, and, and travel up and down the country and this and that, looking for promotions that will take you, that will give you a fight, that will find you a competition to compete in, to now you have a home, now you have a place, now you can say you are a cage warriors fighter. Um, so in that sense, it never dries up because it's a numbers game. You have way more amateurs than, than you have professionals and that's always gonna be the case because not everybody wants to become a professional fighter. Um, And you always have way more people, people training than what you have amateurs because not everybody wants to turn amateur. So it's like a pyramid scheme where at the bottom you have just the people that train. A layer above, you have people that took an obvious fight maybe and they decided it's not for them. A level above, you have the amateurs. From those amateurs, a lot of them are gonna lose a lot of them are going to win. It's the ones that win that will then rise to professional. Um, and, and and obviously there is the exception to the rule where you have guys that are like zero you twenty know, like twenty losses and they still go professional for no reason. Uh, yeah, there are like go 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 to the only cans page on Instagram and you'll see those guys are doing a great job documenting all the guys that are taking losses for money pretty much um, yeah yeah Seriously? yeah it's bad yeah 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 yeah. it's bad there's like a guy that's like 20 wins 100 losses and, and mm. the, yeah like how, how can you even have 120 MMA yeah. fights like how
1: yes. <laughs> That's mad. and
0: the guys and the guys literally like fighting two three times in the weekend where he goes show number one, drive to show number two, go to then show number three, and, like, knockout, submission, whatever, loss, 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 you know. Next weekend is the same and so on. And and it's like, okay, whatever, man. Like, that's the kind of stuff you see in boxing that I don't want to see in MMA. But, yeah.
1: 120 fights, and what, 80% of those fights you've lost? I mean, think of all the damage you've taken.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Um, there's like uh, another guy like 3 wins 20 losses Um, there's another guy Reese Street uh, he's like 0 and 40 so like 0 wins 40 losses and his amateur record is like 0 wins so he has like a combined record of like 60 losses you know like 20 in amateur and then another 40 um, and like you can't tell me that those guys are are, are like legit trying to win, you know. Um, I would I would imagine at some point your family be like, you know, stop what you're doing. This is bad for you, or your coach, or your friends, mm. like anybody. But I think the fault is a promoter's fault. Um, well, the promoter happened. should should have yeah. the decency of, of of saying, I don't want you fighting in my promotion you're not fighting here. And eventually those guys will run out of places to compete and get paid for. Um, Cause like, if you lose 20 fights in amateur and you get no money and then you turn pro and you're getting like 500 quid a fight or 300 quid a fight and you lose like 40 of them and nobody cares and you're just getting paid. Like, yeah, I don't think he cares very much about that. That's
1: what, That's That was my next point. I mean, if someone who has that many losses but still persists and still wants to fight, are they even serious about winning when they step into the octagon?
0: Nah. Like like seriously, go 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 check that page once we are done with this. Um here, I'll I'll get it on. I think yeah, it's this one. Only Cans MMA. Yeah, so no. check that out, guys. Only Cans MMA. And, yeah, like they have lots of reels and videos of guys that they can find that are just taking a dive pretty much. Um, And, and, and like, some of them are hilarious. Like this guy. I don't know if you can see. One and 46. (laughs) One win, 46 losses. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like Always every can. single post is like a highlight of a fighter that, that yeah only cans MMA. Um, so yeah so, so that's a really fan, uh, fun fun page for people to to follow. Mm. bro I'm gonna have to go because I'm like 15 15 minutes past
1: past right, the, um, the hour
0: I'm gonna have to go get my kids from school so we can wrap this up and do the goodbyes and stuff like that.
1: I feel that you educated me this whole episode, this whole hour more like. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what what it is, but um I really would really, really would like to see uh, know really proper good news sources where you can actually see what's um happen- just about news and what's happen- what's happening in the British and Irish uh, mixed martial arts scene. Following up in North America. But uh I agree. No, but like, at least to promote the local fighters here.
0: There's there's the severemma.com. That's a website. They also have a podcast, and I think they are the leading podcast in MMA in Europe. I think. Don't quote me on that. At least that's what they have on their Instagram bio. <laughs> Number one podcast. Like, okay. I don't know. I don't even know how to check those numbers. Um, who else? There's a British MMA scene. He does a great job, Mason.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I
0: really, I, re- I really like his page. He, he, yeah, he does like he's always like on top of all the British and Irish fighters as well. Uh, the likes of Ian Gary was always like featured on his wall, that kind of stuff. Every time he was fighting, or every time he is fighting, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So that's another good one to keep an eye on. I only tend to post if it's like, for example, a guest that I had. I was, like, amateur, and now he's having, like, his pro debut or this and that. Um, So, like, I want to keep mine relevant to what I'm doing, which is to bring light to these amateurs' uh, prospects coming up. So, like, my latest post is about Noah Mannion. He's fighting in London. Is he the guy they
1: want me to go and see? Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. yes.
1: I suspect this as much, yes.
0: Ambition Fight Series. I'm still waiting on an answer from them. Um, but I already got the answer from the fight ticket. So fight ticket and I made an agreement where I'll have access to all their events online um, so I can watch it obviously from home. So I'll be watching this event from home, for example, 5th of February. Um, and yeah, any events going forward as well. And yeah, I'll just promote their stuff on my on my page uh, every time they have an event. Okay. Do think it's a fair deal? Two. Uh, yeah.
1: That's it. Two other questions. Uh, did you have fun? Because I can see <laughs> you have no plan, but you're on it, it. flows and flows well. And when you say or answer anything, I have a question for you, and then I guess that when I say and answer, you have a question for me. So it flows really well. Um, yeah. Did you enjoy this episode?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like as you can see, I'm a very like passionate guy, and I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, it's, it's hard for me to know when I should shut up and when I should stop talking. Otherwise, like, I, I can just literally keep talking um, about something like that. But, like, in the sense of once we look at the episode, it's probably be mostly speaking about why MMA is going to be better than boxing. <laughs> and that's probably not what you had planned for the episode kind of yeah, but
1: thing. That's good. That's good. But-
0: yeah but I think like in that way people can see it's a real conversation there's no script it's like two guys talking about it and uh sharing opinions and and yeah like if 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 you want to then drop stuff in there about like what what I just did 5th of February there's an event ambition fight series check it out that kind of stuff so then we can make it you know a bit relevant here and there but with regards to um, yeah, ambition,
1: ambition, um, I actually was meaning to post a story and a post about Noah support, uh, supporting the guy. Because I actually watched one of his past fights. He's really, really good. Ground game and stand-up, he's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is indeed, yeah. Um, and again, like, the guy started with jiu-jitsu um, at first and mm-hmm. then transitioned to, to MMA. So he's like a purple belt as an amateur of MMA. MMA, you know, he's a purple belt already, um, and you see guys competing in the UFC that are still blue belt or no belt whatsoever in BJJ. So, <laughs> really, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 there was a there was a, a blue belt that tapped out a black belt, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt, just because they start MMA and they learn all the submissions, but there's no grading in MMA, so you can't say you're a black belt in MMA. That mm. doesn't exist, right? Yeah. But whatever he knows, he knows. So then when he's fighting against the black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, that came into NMA, like he knows everything he knows. Like there's no secrets anymore. Anybody can go online on YouTube and you have endless hours of submissions that you can try and things you can do at home or things you can go and train with your friends and do and so on. Um, so yeah, so the cat's out of the bag in that sense. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was very dominant at the beginning and now not, not so much because of that everybody knows how to defend themselves and how to counter what and this and that so a blue belt bjj tapping out a black belt you know doesn't really mean that he's really a blue belt it just means that in sports specific bjj he's blue belt you know but in the cage he he might as well be a black belt you know so hmm. so yeah, so, yeah. yeah also, i had fun yeah when can, the a- question?
1: when can we do this again oh
0: uh, yeah, good question. Uh, probably Friday,
1: uh, Friday.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Friday, Friday. What time on Friday? Uh, okay. We'll sort that out. We'll sort that out.
0: Yeah. We'll sort that out <laughs> after. Cause I, cause I don't know. I know that I have a podcast tomorrow morning and I have one Thursday morning. I have Wednesday night, and I may have Thursday night. I don't know yet. Um, still waiting for friday night so maybe i don't have one there so so yeah we'll see uh, the weekends i i i tend to leave them out for either right. events that i attend or for the family um unless it's like a really big one that i can't avoid and in that case yes like like that there's there's one that i'm going to be doing which is going to be a face off between two fighters that are going to fight for the title and because of their schedules, it's it's only gonna be on a Saturday or a Sunday that they can both at the same time be online. Okay. So I'm gonna have to make to make that happen. So what I do and I tell the wife, I just take two days off during the week and then I hammer the weekend. So like if I have to do one in the weekend, I have to take two days off in the week. Not and that sure. keeps things balanced, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and just before yeah. we just before we split um I have Cage Legacy on tonight. Declan. Yeah. Declan Keenan. Yeah. Um, I'd love for you to join us. He'd, okay, I, I even said to him that he... i do my seem best. Quite, uh, you do seem, yeah. seem quite intimidating, but he said no. I think he tried to just calm my nerves a little bit and just put me at ease. Yeah, it seems, it seems quite a, a nice-ish. nice guy. Nice guy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, he is. For sure. 100%. What is the podcast about? What are you planning on talking
1: uh well he's he you know he's going to be competing in an event and grappling on the twelfth of February I think you've seen the promotional yeah, card for him yeah okay, chaos grappling yeah so I'll to... I'm, I'm gonna be to there some more.
0: do you want to yeah. come to that event
1: do you want to fly it's over really, I I no? don't think I'll be able to <laughs> I'd like to, not well you love I I would love to but um I'm not sure i would be able to make it because potentially you know a lot of the fighters that competed for England in the I um I M M A F's yeah, yeah the, the quite a few of my ha- that I've agreed, they agreed to come to, my, to to the podcast. So um, I'm going to try and get them right. on. Cameron Clements, um, is it Jamie Roper? It's quite a few of them, so I'm going to try and get them on. So I'm going to be quite busy. Yeah. And Who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah. Uh, just talk about the legacy and his upcoming event happening in in April, the 9th of April, Cage Legacy 15. Yes. Yes. And just so how I'm the whole bl- thing I'm- started.
0: I'm going to go to Chaos. I'm going to go to Plan Wars, Cage Legacy, IUR. So if there's every, ever any event you want to come and attend, and if you're able to you know, pay for your flights and stuff like that, the door is open. You can come and work with me, and we can go cover those events. Definitely. So at, le- at least on this side, I know that I can get you in. No problem. Like I got David in Cage Legacy for his first event. Sure. Um, and that uh, he was working for me on that day. I showed him the ropes and this and that. Um, and yeah, after that, then he went doing his own fans view page stuff, which I think was a mistake because, like, I see I see this happening a lot on the scene, um, which like a lot of small pages popping up and this and that. And then they don't stay consistent and they end up fall- falling off. So, like, Dave is not the only one where if all these pages came together under like one, and like what you were saying, you know, like just have the one spot where all the news are shared, all these like small guys can just come in. And, and like, if you happen to do just one interview a month, instead of just posting that one interview a month in your channel, just have like a common channel where we have like 20 guys. And every time somebody does an interview, just share it on there and that kind of stuff. And I think that'll be like way bigger and way better for the, for the whole yeah. scene but that's but that's my opinion yeah anyway i really got to go bro All sorry right.
1: thank you okay. so much thank you. i look forward yeah, to the next no one worries. take care